This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, everybody, break out the flip-flops. Get all your beachwear ready. It is hot outside. Degrees below zero. I just wanted everybody to like imagine it'll burn your face though. It is going to be a hundred degrees this weekend. I I hear reports that it could be as high as thirty. Which then people that really probably will be breaking out their flip flops. I mean, you. that's ridiculous. It's, it's like going to a tropical island. Right. It's all relative. Uh, this is, of course, the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yep, that's my name. That is your name. Now, uh, one person who quickly became public enemy number one uh, last week was Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to sort of revisit some of the stories around him that emerged through the weekend. And one of them starts with that apology that he released on Friday that we read in its entirety uh, and then judged accordingly. Mm -hmm. Um, I just had to have like a moment here to just like vomit about the fact that, well... What are you vomiting about? He wrote that long apology and Mm -hmm. guess who felt like they had to weigh in? His wife, oh Jessica Beale, well, and I just thought, course. like this, this is so predictable, right? Like he, Justin Timberlake hasn't had the best last couple years, right? So he already was public enemy number one when he appeared to be cheating on his wife while on the set of his movie Palmer in. New Orleans, Alicia Wainwright is was his co-star mm-hmm. in that movie. And, a, and a, a photograph, a grainy photograph uh, emerged of the two of them on a balcony at a bar drinking. And he had his hand on her thigh and was holding her hand, etc. And then he had to go into damage control mode. And part of that included uh, he and Jessica Biel having these like PDAs over Instagram. Yeah, he had to prove his... Celebrity relationship was intact. Exactly. Well, there's a little bit of that still going on, right? So uh, he wrote that lengthy apology, and she, of course, had to weigh in in the comments so everybody knew that Jessica Beale also signs off on his apology. So what did she say? I love you, heart emoji. And where did she say this? In the comments on his apology post on Instagram. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he had to show up. She showed up. Well, at least she wasn't showing up for, like, you know, like, Kelly Ripa mode. Like, yeah, you're so sexy. I can't get enough of you. Well, I don't know. It feels to me, like, I feel like, I don't know. There's something odd about this way of showing up. Like, I love you heart emoji on this, like, heartfelt apology. She doesn't. It just, I don't know. It feels really hollow to me. But it did it. As does their marriage. True. It served its purpose, right? It's like she's signing off on his big apology 
they're still together. They're intact. It's all good. Everybody, nothing to see here moving right along. Yeah. Well, let's move right along. Oh, okay. Because you know who else had something to say? Who? Janet Jackson. Oh, well, I was wondering when she was going to get around to entering the conversation. Although, I do have thoughts and opinions about that, but go ahead. Well, she said something, but she also didn't say anything at all. Okay. Because, and this is what I think is classy. She did not she did not say anything about his apology. Mm-hmm. She didn't um, critique it. She didn't enter the conversation. Um, she didn't, uh, the narrative, she did not... She didn't. Good, because it was not her conversation. Exactly. It was his. Well, I, I can explain what I mean by that. That sounded a little harsh. But I'm what I was saying is um, she rightly did not step into his trap, whatever that was. Yeah, his yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. She, what she did do, though, was thank her fans because control was number one over the weekend, which means that people, big fans of Janet Jackson in revisiting the moment of the 2004 Super Bowl where Justin Timberlake removed a piece of her costume, the the wardrobe malfunction that showed her nipple to all of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she ended up really taking the fall for that. And that's part of what Justin Timberlake was apologizing for in this lengthy apology on his Instagram. Well, the fans took matters into their own hands and they were like, let's listen to a lot of Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah. And and her uh, and control rose to the top of the charts. Number one, again, after 35 years. And so she took to her Instagram to say thank you to the fans for that, which was sort of a roundabout way of sort of taking this moment on right she she said i was at the i was at home the other day by myself and i began to cry i was crying because i was so thankful for all that god has blessed me with and all that he has given me and for him being in my life she said and i'm so thankful for all of you being in my life you're so special to me and i want to thank you for making control number one once again after 35 years i never in a million years would ever think this would happen i really appreciate you and i love you all so much thank you okay so gracious janet jackson but then I went on another journey this weekend, and I wasn't the only one on the internet that went on this journey. Uh, in fact, actually, this journey was served up to me by people who did the hard work of looking back in time. I think sometimes when um, a number of years have passed, we hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So we rely on like sort of our version of of what happened. But I think it's important to go back to the specific moment, and so. There was an interview that Janet Jackson did with Oprah Winfrey two years after that infamous Super Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. So this interview took place in 2006. And I want you to keep in mind, it has been two years since the incident okay. when she has this interview with Oprah. All right. In the interview, um, Oprah asks very direct questions about the Super Bowl. Janet Jackson kind of um, addresses them but she's clearly a little bit uncomfortable. And I, there, the portion of the interview where she's talking about the Super Bowl is about four minutes long. I'm not going to play all of it. I just want to play the very tail end of it because I think it tells a story about where Janet was at that time. Mm-hmm. And it will also remind you that Justin Timberlake just now in 2021 is apologizing for this publicly. Got okay? So here it is. Think people were too hard on you? 
I think they were. I think they did put all the emphasis mm -hmm. on me, and uh, as opposed to us. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to say, just to, to let people know that Justin has reached out. To, to we haven't spoken, but mm -hmm. has reached out to speak with me. And like I said, friendship is very important to me, mm -hmm. and certain things you just don't do to friends. Yeah. And um, in my own time, in my own time, I'll. I'll, I'll, uh, so when you call. say certain things, you just don't do the French. Do you think him ripping the whole thing off? Is that what you're no, talking no, about? No, no, no. Um, when you had said uh, certain things were said supposedly, or that he had said uh -huh. um, during that whole fiasco, uh -huh. uh, I had heard, mm -hmm. and um, kind of leaving you out there hanging. So you do feel that he left you hanging uh, to a certain degree. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's. Janet Jackson, two yeah. years after. Which tells you why she didn't respond to what he did this last week. Because what right. he did this last week was all about him and was not about her. And it was not about actually being graceful or being apologetic to her because he had every opportunity leading up to this particular moment to do that. Well, and that's the thing is like, is I, I feel like we learn this time and again about Justin Timberlake. That Justin Timberlake is about Justin Timberlake and how he's perceived and not about who he is, like his actual relationships. Like she said right there, like, I thought we were friends, but he fully left her hanging. And some of the things she's referring to are things he said in interviews where, for example, on Access Hollywood when they talked about it, he said, and I quote, Hey man, we love giving y'all something to talk about. Um, yeah, I no. think like the impression I get with Justin Timberlake is that he is the, you know, um, he is another, but perhaps the best example of how Hollywood treats male celebrities versus how Hollywood treats female celebrities. And we've been thinking a lot about this because keep in mind, all of this, conversation is coming about as a result and i think this is probably also part of the reason janet jackson didn't want to weigh into this this was really not about her um and she understood that this was about britney spears and right. is about britney spears and the fact that he inserted himself not only into britney spears but then he he also brought janet jackson along for the party like she did not ask for that to be because in her mind she could be thinking this is this was a conversation the public was having about britney spears and you just inserted yourself and then you brought me back in to re and I'm, you know, not going to overplay it, but to re scratch that itch. And by that, I mean, re traumatize, you know, like you just brought that back to right. serve your own self. This right. was not about Janet Jackson in any meaningful capacity. But now that you have made it that way, you have given everybody, and this is why I say this is an example, or Justin Timberlake is an example of how lazy the media is towards male celebrity or allows male celebrities to behave because um, he, he literally has the ability to make this entire conversation about him. Nobody calls him on it, and people show up with... A microphone for him to talk into right like everybody you know rushes to put out what justin timberlake who again we were talking about britney spears mm -hmm. and the fact that britney spears potentially the conversation remember we were having about britney spears is that britney spears is not able to be 
a fully functioning human being because the powers that be are preventing her from doing that. Mm -hmm. And he just showed up and changed the conversation such that all the tabloids ran with him. Like, again, like, I just feel like a woman wouldn't do that because... Like the woman would have, and I'm not saying all women and all men, but as a general rule, when it comes to the way tabloids and the media treat gender in celebrity, like everything just became like that about Justin. Right. Like the irony is that the very thing he's apologizing for is hap- is something he's and taking advantage guarantee- of again. Exactly. And I guarantee that he's blissfully unaware of that. Because he's never, it's never been made clear, like, right? Like, again, the system just kind of perpetuates that. So, I mean, in one way, you kind of don't, you can't blame him because he's never, like, understood any other environment. Right. Right. He's always had the, like, he knew exactly what was going to happen the minute he opened up his mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Uh, We're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with our friend Elizabeth Reese after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Nice to be with you. And And also also with with you. you. Thank you, friends. Oprah is going to do a sit-down interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. This is the big, exciting news on the heels of their announcement that they are expecting baby number two. So CBS just announced in a press statement today that Oprah Winfrey will have what is being called an intimate conversation with Mm. the former royals. Um, She will talk with Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, in a wide-ranging interview covering everything from stepping into life as a royal, marriage, motherhood, philanthropic work, to how she is handling life under intense public pressure. And then later, the two are joined by Prince Harry as they speak about their move to the United States and their future hopes and dreams for their expanding family. That is the statement. It's a 90-minute special that will oh, air wow. on CBS on Sunday, March that's, 7th. That's a huge get for CBS. I'm yes. sure they're very, very excited not, uh, because all eyes will be on it. For sure. And not surprising that it's Oprah who's doing it. She was a guest at their wedding in May of 2018. And they all they're live neighbors. in the same neighborhood in Montecito in Santa Barbara, California. And um, she was the one who gifted. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Young Archie, the book Duck Rabbit that Meghan Markle read to her son in a video that was released to celebrate his first birthday last May. Um, 
Oh, I, we don't. We can't even get into this. But Bradley has taken a deep dive uh, on their friendship and some of the layers to their friendship. Really? Mostly, mostly just the business the side spontan. because there's a. Um, Megan had sent a gift basket to Oprah that yep. was full of products from a brand that she is heavily invested in, allegedly, supposedly. Yep. And I just went down the rabbit hole of that brand because it's very eye rolly. What is it's it? It's very dusty. It's very goopy. Like uh, uh. it's it's dust water that's healthy dust water that's got mushrooms in it and makes I know. you. You guys know feel this good. though. You say this stuff and it's going to make me want to order it because no. that's how I get about goop. But you know, you I think it's even too dusty for you because. <laughs> You would actually make like a real latte with like, because I, I know you, Elizabeth. Yeah. You would you would like grow something oh, in your yard, for sure, truth, and then make a latte yourself. She would forage this for is, the mushrooms and like she'd know that. all about the healing properties. Exactly, but this is like, hey, let us make some dust and put it in a bag, and you just serve it up yourself. <laughs> so, anyway, I was down that rabbit hole. I apologize for the distraction. It is true, though. I mean, every it's. It's, gifts are very strategic these days, mm-hmm. particularly to people that you know that have a social media following. Like if you're sending them a gift, you're, you're hoping like, they're going to unbox it on their social and then post it and say thank you. Mm-hmm. That's just That's the how truth. that goes. When Colleen and yeah. I uh, have a line of, um, I don't even know what we would have a line of conspiracy theories. Dump cakes or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we we'll, would have a dump cake yeah, line. We'll, yeah. We're, we're going to send it to you. I yeah. will say I would like a little bit more transparency from people in terms of what they get for free. Yeah. Like, even because, um, for example, that Always Pan, have you heard of that? That Always Pan is like a big Instagram ad. Is that the, like, pot it's like a pot. It's like a deeper pan, yes. and okay, it comes see, with like I thought this steamer was some basket. sort of like monthly friend experience. <laughs> no, it's a pan. Okay. It's like a pan not that you pan. cook with. But it's one hundred and forty-five dollars. I think is the pan, so mm-hmm. it's not cheap. But I mean, if you're buying premium cookware, that's kind of what it is. But I think a lot of people. Um, I've I've read some critiques that that there are a lot of influencers who promote this pan because they're getting big kickbacks on it. Oh, for of course. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, it's kind of like the Challenger bread pan. All the bread lovers love that Challenger bread pan. Um, and I think a lot of the people that are enjoying it probably got like yeah. a freebie so yeah, that they guys, could use it. Brands like, are not stupid. They know that all they have to do is get in front of the influencers and then yeah. the influencers. But you should say like, thank you for sending this exactly. to me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've gotten stuff. I and agree then you say, with Thank you, you for sending yeah. this to me. I will say I do have that pan though. Do you I, like it? Um, I really like it. And my mom bought it for me as a Christmas gift. So I didn't get it for free. Well, thank you for giving her credit. She bought it for me and I really like it. And here's why I like it. If you have kids who like to cook with you, it's deep. So like my three-year-old loves to stir scrambled eggs, but they get all over if my pan isn't deep enough. Mm. And now he stirs it and it doesn't go oh, all, all over, over the, the place. place. Fun fact for you. I love that. Um, Kendall Jenner and her boyfriend are now Instagram official. Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker confirmed their romance on Valentine's Day. What an appropriate day to confirm your love is on Valentine's Day. What mm. are the Kardashians trying to distract us from right now? I don't know. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah, we know. Kanye. Well, well, no, not even actually. Well, what? yes, probably a little bit of Kanye okay. and a little bit of Black China, because oh, yeah, what's she that. up to right That's now? That's popping up. Well, um, winning court cases against the family, such that there might be a nice big fat jury trial later this year. Yikes! Which could, which really probably won't end up being more than just a big fat check to Black China, but we'll see. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker celebrated their first Valentine's See, this together, is my too. point. We, they're trying to distract us with romances. Yeah, and then there was. Um, talk that Courtney was trying to get back with Scott Disick before she 
gone oh, together no. with Travis Barker. Oh, that she was people. like trying so hard to get back <laughs> with them. But um, Kendall is dating Devin Booker. If you don't know who Devin Booker is, he's a 24-year-old basketball player. Listen, these Kardashians love the NBA. They do. They, like, love to sit courtside. They love photos courtside. I bet they don't know anything about basketball. Who does? (laughs) Who does? I I will say I appreciate basketball for being relatively understandable. The points and things, like, what what constitutes what, I don't know. But, like, generally speaking, whereas football, I have... Zero oh, clue. But I don't understand the foul strategy know. in basketball. There's it, a lot of foul strategy. Yeah. Like sometimes you want a foul and sometimes you don't. And I don't get that. But yeah, at but least, that's nothing compared to like, you have to learn a whole new language in order to understand football. Well, that's yeah. totally true. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like the English language. Yeah. These things don't make a ton of mm-hmm. sense. Uh, Bachelor Nation, of course, reacting to the news that Chris Harrison is stepping down. Oof. This As is host, not good. Uh-uh. After that interview he did with uh-uh. Rachel Lindsay, in which he uh, defended some racist behavior, I don't know. Even his own girlfriend was oh, like, yeah. "Yeah, that was bad. Not good move." No. Yeah, yeah. And it was a 13-minute conversation, guys. It wasn't just yeah. like a passing comment. Oh, Elizabeth go. Reese, thank you for that dirt Thank alert. you, Thanks, guys. Hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it, we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, your Bradley trainer. I am. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second Who is on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Kate. We've got Kate on the line, and what is Kate playing for? Kate is playing for this. Kate is playing for an at-home screening of Land, starring Robert Wright in her directorial debut. The digital screening is on March 4th. All right, Kate, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yep. Good. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Control, The Velvet Rope, and All For You are albums by which singer? Janet Jackson. Who plays the title role in the movie The Terminator? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who is the current anchor of NBC Nightly News? Nora O'Donnell? Nope. Nightly News? Oh... I don't know, pass. What five letters are given to contestants on Wheel of Fortune? RSTLNE. What company owns Instagram? Uh, Facebook. Uh, who is the current anchor of NBC Nightly News? Oh. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm so sorry so you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. All right, uh, let's answer the questions she did not get correct. Who hosts uh, NBC Nightly News? Lester Holt. Dun, 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 dun. I do. Can I just be impressed with the way she rattled off the RSTL and I wouldn't have gotten that. I don't know that I would have had it at the ready like that. She no. just. She must be a wheel watcher. I was going to say I haven't watched the wheel in a way we long time. I'm telling you, it is. There is something very relaxing about watching that show. 
I'm sure. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, boy. Do we have some salacious celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve today? Fun. Yay. Yay. <sighs> could he be a serial killer? Sure, he could. Probably NT Lawyer's top five for possible actors who could be serial killers. He isn't being investigated for it right now, though. It's his people that are leaking this kind of thing to get people to stop talking about the sexual assaults. What? Yes, in their world, a murderer gets a job before a serial sexual assaulter. So, Is this Army Hammer? Who's dropping lies about him being a murderer? Uh, there was a story last week where people had to deny, not like People the Magazine, but like people were talking. People. And those people were denying that Army Hammer was the suspect in this murder oh, case in California. Oh, 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 yeah, we actually referenced that, I think, at some point last week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Well, that's another okay, way to get people me, to throw it all out the window. Remind me of that murder. It happens. Okay. It was some body that was like found out in the desert or something. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, cops deny Army Hammer is suspect in a death investigation uh, that happened in a location that I'm looking okay, at. Okay, I feel like you guys must have <laughs> talked about this on Wednesday when I wasn't here because I don't know this yeah. story and now oh, I'm shocked. In the Californian desert. So oh. there was a story that a rumor that Army Hammer was a suspect in a death in Wonder Valley, California. I love, I, I, and that that was the story. But you know, the, like what it serves to do is to sort of make everything seem ridiculous, right? Such that maybe you're even going to consider all of the falderall around Army Hammer ridiculous, like right? You know, like oh, they're just trying to you know totally destroy this man's career. So let me fill in the blanks. Mm. So NT lawyer is like, hey, Army Hammer, maybe he could be a ser- serial killer, but Army Hammer isn't being investigated for murder right now. Now it's Army Ham- Hammer's people that are leaking this kind of thing to get people to stop talking about the sexual assault yeah, allegations. That so totally that rumor, quote unquote, that was floating around the internet that Army Hammer was a suspect in this murder case was actually planted by Army Hammer's people, whoever they may be at this point, because that's an issue for Army Hammer. Right. Absurdist. Yeah. His lack of representation. Interesting. His people is probably like he. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of that. Thank you for sharing that, Holly. Yes. Blinded by the item. Moving on to another salacious piece of celebrity gossip mystery. This permanent A-plus slash A-list singer who's a huge diva is having to pay extortion money to her former manager. Is that like a Maria calendar? Carrie? Uh, Marie calendar? Yeah. Not Mariah Mariah Carey. Carey? Yeah. It's Mariah Carey. Oh. So Mariah Carey is having to pay extortion money to her former manager. Okay, this I, feel, I want to understand that story better. This doesn't surprise me because isn't her foreign manager foreign manager isn't her former manager? I get all the titles mixed up, but remember that woman who did the reality show with her, Stella. Who's Stella? Yeah. Let's yes. see if I can Stella Mariah Carey. So she's paying extortion money to Stella because Stella Bolotnikov. I mean, she oh, just sounds yeah. like a criminal. 
right? Like, allegedly, supposedly, she's not a criminal. But yes, this is the lady from her TV show. And something tells me... That she's got something that on Mariah. she's got some dirt. Exclusive. Mariah Carey's, and this was uh, the 27th of January, Mariah Carey's ex-manager Stella Bolochnikov is mounting a comeback. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's do another one. Blinded by the item. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go. This creator host of this very, very popular competition show has a budget for costumes for the contestants. He makes them bring their own, though, and keeps the money for himself. Okay, creator slash yes. host of this very has a budget for costumes for the. He makes them costumes. bring their own, though, and keeps them for himself. Is yes. this like the masked singer? No. I was because I really more, like that. I was going to say like he's like no, you have to make your own shrimp costume. <laughs> um, when I thought costume, I was thinking outfits. Is it more outfits or literal costumes? Uh, I would say that this would be categorized as literal costumes. Oh, then I'm I'm going to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's coming. Drag Race, RuPaul. Oh, that is totally plausible. Okay, because Bradley Trainer, what do we know about RuPaul? Nothing is real and everyone smokes, and he has a fracking empire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was actually more thinking about the photographer kicking situation. Yeah, well, yeah, and he likes to kick photographers in the face with his high heel. Oh. Because that happened. It's a true story. Here in the city of Minneapolis. At a bar. Eyes. Saw it with your own eyes. It's an event center. It used to be called something on first mm-hmm. and something. It started with an M. Montage night. No, what was that place called? Yeah, didn't it start with it? No. Mm. Did it start with it? No. It's where Jason Matheson and I met. Mm-hmm. And I think it was that very event. Jason, if you're listening, call. Yes. Give us and we all were the on the balcony as RuPaul performed. And uh, according to the photographer for Lavender Magazine at the time, and I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying anything, but I think it was general knowledge that Ru gave a kicky to the face of the photographer at Lavender because no photo- uh, photography was supposed to be allowed. Um, Not even press? Well, we were the ones, by we I mean, it was La- I was a part of Lavender back mm-hmm. then. Lavender was putting on the event, so Lavender was paying yeah. RuPaul to be there. Mm. So it was like, well, maybe our photographer gets to take photos, because it's our event. But anyway, mm. that's mm. the story, and I'm sticking to it, allegedly, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Thanks so, for that walk down memory lane that nobody wanted. Walk well, down the runway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kick, stretch, and kick. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we got to work. Yeah, it's I true. See what you did <laughs> there. <Have a> girl. <laughs> so, anyways, let me fill in the blank before cool. we go to break. So, RuPaul has a budget for costumes for the contestants of Drag Race, but RuPaul makes them bring their own costumes and then keeps the money for costumes for himself. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, also, headline referring to Bradley's story about fracking from March 21st, 2020. RuPaul recently revealed that he leases the mineral rights of the 60,000 acres he owns in Wyoming to oil companies from The Guardian. Which has gotten him a lot of shade, mm-hmm. I think is what the kids call it. That's what they call it. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My MyTalk 1071. Um 
I really am excited about this. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Real world coming back business. You mean the TV show? The TV or like show. actually the real world is coming actually back? Actually both. Actually both. But I want to talk about the TV show when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And you know, um, I I actually sometimes uh wonder if these kids these days really understand how reality TV as we know it was shaped and formed by the MTV show The Real World. Oh sure. Because it's it sort the of the first like breakthrough reality show. Right. It sort of became like a uh what's the word? Like um a caricature of itself. Oh, it's most certainly did become a caricature yeah. of itself. But but what I don't know if people really realize or young people really realize is how revolutionary the real world was when it first came on the scene. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's really interesting that it's coming back as a as a special on Paramount Plus, the new streaming service. And it's going to feature that first the entire cast from the very first season. Mm-hmm. Of the real world, uh, and that's the one that was ha- the very first season in New York, and um, that one starred people who, you know, I don't know, I don't know that everybody knows the people that were in it, but they certainly no. came to their own notoriety. Like Eric Nice was big on MTV yeah. after oh, the grind, the grind workout. I just did the grind workout a couple years ago on a vacation just for funsies. Um, true story um because i used to do it in college because he was like that he was a big deal yeah um he, uh heather b gardner she was a hip-hop artist mm-hmm. that went by heather b kevin powell became a, a journalist um and also i think he was an actor uh, norman corpy is a filmmaker who was these are all people who were on the original season of The Real World in uh, New York in 1992. And, you know, what's interesting is that I just watched The Real World on Pluto TV, which is that free network that Holly introduced us to that changed my life forever. And? And, you know, by today's standards, it feels a little slow and a little bit boring, right? Because we're used to then what, MTV made the real world into, which was basically like uh, living in mansions and having sex with a lot of 
Getting drunk. People yeah. and getting drunk, and being, right? having fights and people yeah. being full of drama. Exactly. Instead of just, you know, the radical notion that filming a bunch of people in their day-to-day life would actually be interesting. Right. I mean, because the real premise of the original real world was seven strangers picked to live in a house and have their lives taped. And then and then you would see what would happen when people start getting real. And they had to live their life. Like, it wasn't yeah. just that the life inside the house was the thing that was worth watching. Exactly. Um, which is what it turned into. So what was really interesting, though, about this original real world is that, do you remember, they used to always do, like, a... A reunion of oh, yeah. the real world, mm-hmm. and when they did that reunion, they all sit around. They would all sit around on a stage, and mm-hmm. somebody would host the reunion special, and they would ask some questions, and like maybe a fight would erupt, whatever. Well, when that first season of the real world in New York, when they did their reunion show, was the first reunion show. They didn't do that sit around on the stage thing and talk about it. Mm-hmm. They after the entire the entire show aired, they came back to live in that exact same loft for a weekend and they talked about the experience of having done the real world well what i love about this and that was in 1992 what i love about this is here in 2021 that's what they're doing for this new episode of the real world they literally are doing like their original reunion special they're all going to live in the exact same loft that they got their start in the same exact people are going to all be there together and they'll reflect on some of the things that happened when they first did the show, but inevitably just them living their lives and reconnecting in this way is going to be interesting to watch. And I'm like very much looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we talked about it last week and I don't remember I don't even know if that... Maybe that was the day you weren't here? No, we talked about it in a Dirt Alert update. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I remember thinking at the time when it was announced, you know, I, I really hope that they focus on the the formula of the first season because we didn't have as much information as we obviously do now. And it makes me happy that that's what's actually uh, going to happen because to me that is... It's just like... It, and people constantly are rediscovering... We do this all the time because the world's nothing is new. And everyone smokes. Mm-hmm. That's also a saying for us, maybe. Um, but no, no, like like rediscovering what made this show special right. is in and of itself um, a special opportunity. So, you know, that makes me happy because there are other parts of if you look to see what TV is doing now and doing differently in, um, in some places, there's this whole thing called slow TV, which I just think is waiting to happen here and probably will at some point but in other countries it's it's literally just like watching paint dry and i think that they're compared to the world in which we find ourselves now where everything is mediated for us like seconds are mediated like tiktok from tiktok to like just everything there is a camera in front of us and everybody's trying to put on a show um this like real world but also slow tv is just like Sometimes there is magic in just getting out of the way and mm-hmm. letting people see things as it unfolds naturally. And there's no pressure for something um, entertaining to happen in and of itself. Like, right. It's not the like the creation of drama. Happen. You don't have to create it. Yeah. Right. Which is which is now now reality television is a is a. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's just a caricature of itself. There is nothing real 
it's a it has uh, its own language yeah absolutely and you know for example like talk about um keeping up with the kardashians Every single reality show you watch that is meant to be just people living their lives, that was that was first the real world. Yeah. Right. So, you know, even though the Kardashians are sort of more of a takeoff on the Osbournes, everything is derivative of the real world because it was the first time that they in this way um, put people together and just sort of like put them in the fishbowl and let them live their lives. The problem is, as we know the keeping up with the Kardashians is a fully manufactured experience. So it really has taken that model of the real world and totally undone what the actual real world was actually about. Now the real world did that to itself too. So by the time you got about six seasons in, I doubt it was even that long. Um, I, you know, I'm trying to remember because I watched a lot of the early seasons. Mm-hmm. And here's where I think it actually changed, if I'm being really honest. To me, the real world made a significant change when they were in Seattle and Irene got slapped across the face by Steven. And if you are like, I don't know who those people are, it was a revolutionary moment on reality TV. And Irene, one of the members of the real world Seattle, Seattle cast, ended up leaving the show. And I think the drama of that was like a moment where the producers realized if we had stuff like that happening more often, people would be talking about it more. Definitely a next level experience. Yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to this back back to basics, real world, literally the original cast. They have not lived together for three decades. I think it's going to be interesting. That's going to premiere uh, in March on Paramount Plus Network. When we come back on the Colleen of- Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.